Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making this place, coastal Mississippi, such a great place to live, work, and play. Hey, we've got a great show today. We're going to be spending the entire show with Bill Lavers from the Harrison County Development Commission. We'll come back to him in just a second. I just want to share a couple of quick quotes with you. Hey, I was going through my my morning reading this morning, and it hit me when I read that uh, Alex Trebek, uh, it's been two years since he passed away. You know, his long tenure at Jeopardy. It's amazing that two years has gone by. But I say that a lot, actually. You think about the pandemic and how it kind of, you know, it literally shuffled the calendar deck for so many people. I'm amazed now to look back and, and, and think that 20 and 21 and now almost 22 have just flown on by. But um, but Alex Trebek said something. Of course, he was a smart guy. He said a lot of really important things. But one of the things that he said that I connected to was this. Take your job seriously. But don't take yourself too seriously. Take your job seriously, but don't take your t- yourself too seriously. I think that is that is really awesome advice. Um, I ran across another uh, quote that was posted on the Love the Past Facebook page. It's, it's a page that was set up by Calvin Ishii to celebrate uh, Past Christian. And he said of this particular quote that it's very profound and definitely worth giving some thought to. And it's from Viktor Frankl. And for people who don't know uh, Victor Frankl, uh, he wrote 39 books. And uh, if you were in college, you probably had to at least read one of his books, Man's Search for Meaning. Uh, that was uh, kind of required reading in, in philosophy in school. Uh, and it's really based on his time in a, a concentration camp, a Nazi concentration camp. He was a Holocaust survivor. And, um, and what he said was this. Given the fact that he's a Holocaust survivor, makes this have so much more meaning. Everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances. That's true. You know, we have a tendency to react too much to the to the uh, to whatever is in front of us. And we don't often kind of take a step back and see it for what it is and try to put it in perspective uh, I think social media, frankly, puts us in a position when, where we may react too much to, to what's happening. And at the end of the day, we do kind of choose where we're coming from. You know, we have, we have a tendency to, to react to other people. And, you know, I often say on this show that we, we can never know what someone's going through. We can never know what someone's going through. People who seem to have it all together could have so many challenges that are in their life, internally, externally, around them and others. It may not take much to be the straw, straw that broke the camel's back, but we tend to react to people and who they, what they do, what their behaviors are, what they might say on social media. And we don't, we don't really give enough focus to their internal struggles that are happening. And I, I came across this post from my friend Felicia Dunn-Burks. We go back a long way. I have a tremendous amount of respect for Felicia and um, in fact, she taught me some great lessons in life when I was a publisher, and I'll never forget it. But she posted something from a woman by the name of Allison Ars. I've not, not heard that name before, and it made me want to go look uh, 
you know, look her up. Her last name is spelled A, capital A, A. R-S, A-A-R-S is how you pronounce, is how you spell her last name. But, uh, but I, what, what Alice, who Allison is, apparently is just a, a social influencer. She has about 100,000 followers. And she says on her page that, uh, her, this is her Instagram page, I am on a mission to live my best life and encouraging others to live theirs as well. But speaking of, of sort of reacting to people and not really understanding are not taking the time to understand what really what struggles they might go th- be going through. This is what this is what Allison had to say about that. When you finally learn that a person's behavior has more to do with their own internal struggle, struggle than you, you learn grace. Let me read it again. When you finally learn that a person's behavior has more to do with their own struggle, their own internal struggle than than it has to do with you. You learn grace. We do have a tendency to internalize too often what how people are coming on to us, and and we we misread that. But what what Allison is urging us to do is not do that, not react, and to and to be and to have grace. I think that's a great lesson, and I appreciate my friend Felicia Dunbergs for for posting that. Uh, so now let's move on. We're going to move over to my friend Bill Lavers, who's the executive director for the Harrison County uh, Development Commission, good friend of Coast Views on regularly. We hadn't been on in a while, so I'm looking forward to, to getting the updates. How you doing, Bill? I'm great. Thank you for that message this morning. I, I'm, I'm trying to learn patience and grace. Brandy would not agree with that, but I think in the five years that I've been here, I, I think I've learned some patience and I agree with some of that, but, but I do want to interject this. I am annoyed that we are still practicing daylight savings time. And I looked it up the other day and I found out the reason that we are is because the Senate voted on it, but the house never took it up. So that, you know, anyway, that's, I'm just, I'm, I'm still waking up early and it's light (laughs) and it's going home in the dark and it's not cool. But anyway, that's the only negative thing I'm going to say this whole show. I'm with you on that for sure. And you know, by the way, since coastal Mississippi is a tourism place, the longer yeah. the sun shines, the better it is for coastal Mississippi. And I do yeah. think that there is really a serious effort now to to eventually just do away with it completely. I hope that they do and just have daylight savings too. time every day. Yeah. 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 So uh, new to us is uh, Ollie Bailey from the past. Um, he's our newest commissioner. He replaced uh, Jennifer Burke. And uh, the mayor appointed him uh, about a month or two ago. So he's been at, I don't know, half dozen meetings already. So we're really excited to have Ollie on the team and, and what he brings. And um, we're doing a lot of things in the past with the schools and the kids. And we'll talk about that later. But uh, hey, that, that, that's so- good. That's good news. And let's let's remind people, because, you know, I, I find this interesting. Even when I talk to the lieutenant governor or the speaker of the House, any key political leader, I always try to remind people what it is they do, because I think a lot of people, they may know it, you know, they may know what they, they may have a faint memory of what the Harris County Development Commission does. Some may not know it all, but I think it's always good to kind of remind people that you've got this, this wonderful commission that you work with. You have, uh, you're in the economic development business. You're in the land business. You, you're very focused on, on that part. You're in the utility business. It's a multifaceted role that you play. And um, and so the great history there as it relates to that commission. Why don't you kind of give people in a nutshell what the commission is all about? 
So we have 12 commissioners. Each mayor appoints a commissioner like like Ollie was appointed by Mayor Rafferty. And then we have uh, each supervisor appoints a commissioner and then the governor appoints two. So since I've been here, I just November 1st was my five year anniversary. So I'm grateful and thankful that I'm still here and haven't been run off. Um, but I've had six commissioners of the 12 turnover since I've been here. Uh, some retired um, and, and we've got a lot, you know, when they retire, it doesn't mean you're no longer a commissioner. I still call you and and and, and Shorty's one of those commissioners. Um, and, you know, it's it's a, there's a long history. Actually, Ollie's father-in-law was a commissioner back in the 90s. And when Ollie told his father-in-law he was going to be appointed, his father-in-law lit up and said, oh, that's a great organization. I remember when I dealt with, you know, Frankie and Richard Bennett and, and some of the people that, that were on the commission back in the 90s. Um, so it's it, it's it, the history here with this year, this month, we celebrated 64 years in the community. And we go back to every, about every time we talk about it, we talk about the vision that those those forefathers had to create this organization and and I'm just I'm just thankful to be here and kind of carrying the baton and, and being the um, caretaker of it for this period of time that that we have and uh, so we've we've we're doing some pretty exciting things and um uh, you know, I'd, I'd miss half the commissioners if I started naming some of them that have been previous commissioners. But but it's it's not just the commissioners that serve now, but all those that have served in the past as well. So it, that's I, I think, gotten us you know, to this point. Your your, your example of uh, Shorty Sneed, incidentally, Shorty Sneed, mm -hmm. longtime insurance executive here in coastal Mississippi, someone I had the opportunity to actually I, we, we had he, he had our insurance at one point in my life. But I worked with him in the community a lot, actually, after Hurricane Katrina. He's been on the show a few times, um, you know, just to tell a story. But also, you know, he's really uh, involved in the little theater world. He's a great actor and mm -hmm. just a terrific personality. But when I think about people like Shorty, and I, I think we're gifted in Coastal Mississippi because we have a lot of people like this who have given so much, even beyond, you know, as he's so, sort of retired or semi-retired, he, he gives so much back to the community. He's sort of still a go-to guy when we get on topics of insurance. I mean, I mean his, his yeah. willingness to stay engaged, to stay up to speed, because as you and I both know, and we, we'll talk about this a little bit later in the show, the reality around the constantly changing insurance market, it's great to be able to tap into resources like, uh, like Shorty Sneed, who's willing to continue to give back and stay focused and give all that advice that he gives uh, besides that, he's a great guy. Yeah. My face doesn't hurt as much at the commission meetings now that Shorty's gone because we don't <laughs> we don't laugh as much as we used to. Uh, but, you know, so you got to rein Shorty in sometimes, too. So and don't ever introduce him to a box of donuts that you don't <laughs> expect to see just crumbs in the bottom of the box. So um, I told my but, I told my we passed a Ann and I passed a donut shop the other day on the way to church. And I told her, I said, you know what, if we, if, well, I can't speak for her, but I said, if I was, uh, was not so focused on being healthy and working out and watching my health the way that I do and have for many, many years, I'd literally eat donuts every day. <laughs> I just love, I love donuts, yeah. man. Yeah. And yeah. I don't blame, I don't blame Shorty for, for going after a box. And I, I, I'm a little bit envious of him that he, that he'll do it. You know, I, I kind of wish I could as well. Hey, Bill, why don't we do this? We'll pick it up on the other side. 
But we're having a visit with Bill Lavers, who's the executive director of the Harrison County Development Commission. And uh, a lot of good stuff to, to talk about. we got a long list of possibilities. In fact, he recently had a really rare opportunity to spend some time with the U.S. military. I, I'll, I'll let you let you tell more about that, Bill, on the other side. But what a great opportunity that was. And we'll tell you more about what that was when we come back after this break. We'll see you, uh, see you again shortly. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I have my friend Bill Lavers with us. He's the executive director for the Harrison County Development Commission. And uh, we're going to get an update from, uh, from, from him on a number of fronts before, this, before our conversation is over with today. May even talk a little bit more about the insurance situation. But, uh, but I want to mention that one of the things that I had the opportunity to do when I was at the Sun-Herald, we published the Keesler News and the CB Courier. So it is longstanding, really good relationship with Keesler Air Force Base and the CB Base. And in, in the sort of Coast View incarnation of Ricky Matthews, I have spent a tremendous amount of time focused on the military community across the coast of Mississippi. I mean, the footprint here is just it's dramatic, actually. It's not just the two bases that are familiar we're familiar with, but they, they have a presence at Ingalls. They have a presence. Of course, the Coast Guard is critical. The coast of Mississippi, obviously, we're a coastal town. They have a presence out at Stennis, Air, Stennis uh, Space Center, and uh, many, many points in between. But they're, they're, you know, the retirees are quick to come here when they, a lot, a lot of folks get transferred here. And uh, when they retire, they stay here. Or maybe they come, they pass through here on their way to do other things. But when they're done, they come back here. The military is really important. I had the opportunity to, to uh, go to Maxwell Air Force Base on the invitation of uh, Keesler and spend a week there in their Air Force training program for community leaders. And it was really a, an incredible opportunity, to be honest with you. I, I, got, I got to see on the inside the, the unbelievable care military takes to train people and get them ready to defend this country if that were ever necessary. The role they play as leaders in the community. I mean, the list just goes on and on. Um, a lot of really interesting people who came from all over the country, so you had community leaders from all over the country that were involved in that. Um, so that that I, when you get the chance to do something like that, it really has a way of changing you as a leader in the community. Well, Bill, you know, coming to you, you had an incredible opportunity recently to spend time on the USS Gerald R. Ford, a uh, aircraft carrier, and what an opportunity that was. Tell me about that. How did that come about? Before I tell you about that, I did two loans for soldiers on Maxwell Air Force Base when I was in Montgomery, and I was there when the generals were all in that war room, and they let me. I had to go through security twice, and I was just there to get some loan docs signed, but I've always had a, a affinity and, and a great appreciation for the soldiers. So when I came here, uh, I was honored. Um, Colonel Danny Davis uh, submitted me to be an honorary commander at Keesler. So I went on one of those journeys with the with um, now famous um, Dunn pilot that was on Fox News a little while ago. And uh, 
and we went and saw the um the uh gateway i'll get to the aircraft carrier in a second we went to the hurricane yeah. center in miami and we also went to the uh fighter squadron in key west and the mayors and, and a lot of us went together and it was it was an incredible um experience which i didn't think i'd talk and then about a month ago i get an email from ron jenkins at the cb base and commander powell from the cb base and they they said they said see embark on the um tagline and then ron wrote in his email you don't have to do this if you don't want to in all caps and i was like what is he talking about so i scrolled down read you know half of the first sentence and it's like you've been you've been nominated to go and go on the uss gerald ford aircraft carrier and so i called ron like within a second and said dude i you know i am not turning this down why would i not want to do this heck yes thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you i've been thanking him every day since I got back. So 10 of us got dropped onto the carrier on a gray, a C2 Greyhound, caught the wire. We went from 150 miles an hour to zero in two seconds and flying backwards, by the way. And a crew chief at, at uh, that used to be, he used to be the crew chief on Marine One who works at Christman Manufacturing in Long Beach warned me, don't eat that morning, get your patch. You're gonna fly in backwards. So he gave me all the, you know, pre-journey thing so I wouldn't be that guy. You know, we flew onto the aircraft carrier with an admiral. Um, there were 10 people I'd never met before. Um, and, and we spent 24 hours on the Gerald Ford and, and got to tour all the inner workings of, of the, and, and the, the, the takeaway for me was the families, the soldiers, the investments that they make in their career, you know, it's one thing, and we're going to talk about it later, but it's one thing to have great employees. But when you have great employees that are at sea for seven months, like a lady that was touring us around, had a five-year-old and a 12-year-old, and her husband's back on shore taking care of them, and he's a shipbuilder, you know, those are, those are, and these are generational families that make these determinations to serve our country, and, and you just can't be anything but eternally grateful. And the Gerald Ford is literally the flagship of the of the of the military. So we had uh, five destroyers out on the Iron Circle protecting us. Um, you know, we got F-18s taken off within you know the width of a car from you, and the decks rumbling like a like an earthquake. Not that I've been in one, but uh, it, it just it, it's still hard to even put in words what that experience was and how grateful and thankful I am that I got. And the whole point was for me to come back and be the parrot and talk about it. But it's hard to talk about because it's so cool. You know, there wasn't yeah, one no, thing that was that was you know the outstanding part. It's just all of it together was just phenomenal and yeah. um so you know i'm i'm very grateful and thankful to to commander powell and and ron ron told me last week we had an installation commanders meeting at keesler that i was invited to because i've been appointed by the governor to the mississippi defense communities development council i had to get my certificate because i always forget how to say it but um um they I was thanking Ron and he said, you know, you've got more time on a ship than I do now. And he's been in the Navy his whole career and he used to run Guantanamo Bay. And so, uh, again, just super grateful to have that experience. Um, and I went on board with a couple of mayors, uh, one from Texas, one from Virginia, um, met a guy, um, um, deer meat for dinner. Um, 
and and Alejandro Villanueva, who played for the Steelers and the Ravens. So we're going to try to get those guys to the coast first quarter. He's going to bring his family and his boat, and we're going to we're going to open up the playbook for the coast and just turn the coast loose on on those guys and and really expose them because they he has Robert has three point two million YouTube viewers. So we're going to open up the the coast to his audience um, and just great guys. There were no ladies on the trip. I don't know. You know, I didn't pick the team, but I was just eternally grateful to be there with those those people for that 24 hours. Um, yeah, yeah, I um, saw where one, one of his videos got viewed 25 million times. Yeah, yeah. He, and, and, you know, we're on a ship a couple of hundred miles offshore. Our phones don't. I had no idea who I was with. I just and people would find him on the ship. I didn't know Alejandro weighed 347 pounds. He's a big dude. He was six nine. Didn't fit well in an aircraft carrier. But as soon as we got to shore and my phone started working, I was googling and I was like, "Oh, these guys have to come to the coast." So <laughs> I, I connected with Robert within 24 hours of landing, and he's like, "Yeah, man, I'd love to do that. I never get to bring my wife and daughters and." So we're going to set that up after the. So I'll definitely let you guys know when he's coming uh, with your yeah. hunting experience. I'm going to need all the help I can get, you know, from yeah. people like Bobby Carter and. Sure, and I want to. I want to throw everything humanly possible at this guy while he's here, so, because he. I've I've seen what he does with the soldiers and the videos while we were on the ship, and I just can't wait. So. Even though I'm excited about that, I got to tell you this before I forget about it. So, Marsha Crawford, who's worked for the Development Commission, and hey, if hey, anybody hey, knows, hey, hey, Bill, hey, real quick, oh. before we go to Marsha, before we go to Marsha, okay. one other quick point. Right. This is part of this is what you're talking about, though, is part of this networking opportunity you get when you get to go do things like this. You you never know who you're going to get to see. Um, it reminded me of when I went to Maxwell on the invitation of Keesley Air Force Base. A guy by the name of Ross Lamana was with us, and he was he was from Hollywood, and he's the guy who actually literally created the Rush Hour series with uh, Jackie Chan and and Chris Tucker, and uh, and you know he gave me a copy of his book. I, you know I, I said oh, that's interesting. I didn't at the time realize you know who it was I was talking about. It's interesting. He and I stayed in touch for years afterwards, very many years afterwards. We just kind of hit it off and struck up a friendship. And, um, again, you know, I, I'm sure that, that that friendship might have changed some perceptions he had about Mississippi. But, you know, the opportunity you have to bring somebody in who's had videos that he's produced that have over 25 million views uh, to, to, you know, to tap into that is big. Well, he's Mossy Oak is one of his sponsors. So he's going to be in the state on the 17th signing autographs. He said he's yeah. going alligator hunting in the bayous of Louisiana. And when he shoots back down I 10, he said, I, you know, if you're around, I'll call you and we can get caught up. You know, so mm -hmm. again, you never know. In my world, you never know where those little breadcrumbs are going to lead you to the loaf of bread, you know. So yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm so thankful and grateful for that opportunity. And I, and I can't thank my. My friends at the CB base and at Keesler. I mean, you know, it's just, just the, the, the. I don't think we do a good enough job thanking our soldiers for all that they do for us with the sacrifice that they, you know, for the, not just the soldiers make, but the families make for their deployments and all the things that they do to protect. So us. important to keep, stay, keep the focus on that, and I do that here on Coast View every chance I get. Yeah. Hey, look, when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with uh, Bill Labors from the Harris County Development Commission, and we'll talk about where he was about to head and Marsha Crossford's recent award. We'll talk more about that when we come back after this break. See you here shortly.
subscribe for free to the Coast View Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View, and thank you for listening on 103.1 FM, or if you're not listening on Super Talk Network, you're on Super Talk TV or your favorite podcast or on social media. We really appreciate you paying attention. As I've said recently, the feedback is terrific. And the accumulation of these conversations, we hope what we're doing is providing some some knowledge about what it takes to make a community like Coastal Mississippi tick. Um, and today we're having the opportunity to spend the whole show with Bill Lavers, the executive director of the Harrison County Development Commission, who is surrounded by a great team, Bill. I mean, we've talked about your team many times before, but they uh, you, you got to kind of be a jack of all trades when you're in your business and your team is no exception to that, are they? No, and, and you know, I, I like to say that every one of our team members has a superpower and Marsh is, is sending out emails at 5 a.m. And you just follow if you, if you know Marsha, you know, you got probably 10 emails from her this week about something. And she's already she was asking me if I was going to a meeting in January. I don't even know what I'm doing by Friday. So <laughs> that's how organized and prepared Marsha. When I got here, she kind of scared me a little bit, but I, I equate her to my like my Navy SEAL. You know, she's just really stealth and but you give something to her and it gets taken care of uh so along those lines she's been with the development commission 17 years she's been through a few executive directors and coastal mississippi uh had to had to nominate somebody for their annual conference as a volunteer of the year for a statewide award and although she didn't win the statewide award we're super proud that she was nominated they came to our meeting last month i videoed marcia i love to make marcia cry which doesn't happen very often but you know this was just incredible recognition for her years and years of service and her dedication to the coastal partnership the coast she's not from here she's from connecticut i think or maine or something like that anyway she just loves the coast and she's just poured into the coast since the day she got here. So we're so grateful for all her service to the community and, and just a little little morsel of recognition for her that she's already trying to forget about because she doesn't like pictures and she doesn't like to talk about it. But it was just another one of those uh, great moments that we've been able to celebrate here at the Development Commission um, and, and just prop up another one of our team members so that's marcia crawford and what's her official role uh it's, it's i think she's the head of marketing and uh i don't know what else she'd be mad at me for not knowing that but she is just you know i every everybody here you know we we work together and we'll talk about it a little bit later about some of the videos we've been doing but we're, we're together with our workers more than we're together with our families so she's yeah, yeah. We've, we've been through a lot uh together and um um, she's a widow as of a couple of years ago. So we kind of, you know, put our arms around her when that happened. And, and, uh, so we're just really, really proud of her and, and her work and, and just, just so thankful to have her on our team. So, Hey, so Bill, tell me about the highway 49 crossing. <laughs> it's over. It's over. It's fixed. 
So little pain, short-term pain for long-term gain. Can't thank enough of Kelly Castleberry and his crew at MDOT that worked through the night with lights and all the things they did to bring that back ahead of schedule. That was about a million dollars, give or take, to put that in. But if you were, I, I mean, I called and texted and emailed and everything I could because whenever I was coming south on 49 and I hit those tracks, I thought I was going to lose the front end of my car. And I know that, you know, I think, what was it, 56,000 cars go through there every day. So finally we got to, and it had been, I think, since George Slogel was mayor that they actually did that much work. Now, we were Austin, L.A., you know, pick the worst traffic cities in the country. And we were that for about four days. So, again, it's one of those things to celebrate that, okay, we had a little pain for about four or five days. And we know that we're eternally grateful for all the hard work that MDOT put into that and that we don't have that traffic here on the coast every day. That's just a temper, you know, temporary setback. And hopefully for the long, you know, Monty Luffy's been kidding me. He's like, oh, it only lasts six months. And I'm like, okay, Boo Bird. Uh, no, it's going to hopefully it'll last 10. I don't care. It's better than it was two weeks ago. The traffic's back to normal. And, and, you know, that's something I think we should all celebrate as a community. And I can't think like I've, you know, third time. Thank you, Kelly Castleberry, for all his guys and their hard work and the folks at the railroad, the KCS and, and David Five Ash and those those folks for getting that finally resolved. And hopefully there'll be less auto repairs as a result. And it is such, smooth. Such a, I went and drove it. the intersection with the I drove calls. it north and south the day it opened just to, yeah. just to feel it, you know, and it so felt great. The goal was just to smooth it out. That was the, that yeah. was the goal. And the plates, it had been so long. The plates were now that the railroads running, the plates were shifting. So it was, it was getting pretty wonky to, to, you know, that's, I'm sure that's an MDOT technical term, but just thankful and grateful that we've survived that. We know what traffic can be like in horrible places, and we're not one of those places on a day. That's the other great thing about the coast is, we, you know, okay, we closed the biggest road in the county with the most traffic. It was painful, but we had alternative routes to get everybody where they needed to go. You know, yeah. we're yeah. not in gridlock like the big cities that don't have alternative routes to go. So and again, the railroad is critical to you guys, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's critical to us all. So yeah. um, anyway, glad that's behind us. We also had a big project where um, Plant Watson is going on our water service for the first time ever. So our guys, Jason, um, Jeremy, other other Jason who doesn't talk as much as the other Jason and George all put in the connection and we had a great you know, one time under the road bore, no problems there. Again, coordinated with MDOT uh, to bring the plant Watson under our water service. So our, you know, four guys delivered that, even with the weather and some other things. So we're proud of the team being able to do that. That saved the taxpayers in Mississippi Power about $100,000 with our guys doing it instead of us hiring that out. Um, so very thankful of, of that team and what they do. Another cool thing that Jason did, he went to a meeting, and this is, be grateful and thankful I don't have pictures. I showed this to the commissioners the other day, but we run these sewage treatment plants. And if you go by at the wrong time of the day, there's an aerator that's spinning this nasty stuff, and you can see it on Seaway Road. Well, Jason, and it's got moving parts with bearings and housings and all this stuff that tears up all the time. Well, Jason created basically a, it's like an oven hood with no moving parts 
and it goes in the bottom of the tank instead of the top of the tank and it pushes air through and it and it it actually moves all that material better than the thing on the top so he created that from scratch built it he and jeremy put it in a tank tested it i was there when they put it in the real tank that smells really bad and it and it was just it's it's just kind of a triumphant moment when you're like yeah guys go try and do that see if it'll work and it does so we're building yeah. like seven more of them and it's just those little things where jason's like hey what if i did this and i'm like okay try it and it worked and it's super cool you know, and I don't know if he's going to patent it or not, but, you know, it, and it's going to save us money in the long run. So whenever we can have ideas like that and just kind of run with them. And thankfully, the commissioners, they didn't know we were doing all that until we did it. And then they're like, yeah. wow, that's cool. You know, and, but it's that's the kind of fun that we get to have kind of your and your inspiration, you know, um, do what you love and call it work from the country song and and. And have fun and be passionate about what you're doing and be creative. I mean, that's that's what I love about my job is it's never the same. You know, did I know I was going on an aircraft carrier a month ago? No. Did I know Marshall was going to win an award? No. Did I know Jason was going to create this really cool thing? No. Was any of that on my list the last time I talked to you? No. Will it be on there again? I doubt it, but it's super cool to accomplish all those things. It is. So, yeah, somebody... Um, one of my favorite quotes, Bill, and I've shared it here on Coastview before, is that you 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 te give me a person who loves what they do, and 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 you will see a person who has found the fountain of youth. I love yeah. the way that that's yeah. said. You know, yeah, yeah. I feel I feel that way about Coastview, man. To be honest with you, I feel, I feel that Coastview to me is that opportunity. I, I watch you and your role. Obviously, you're enthusiastic about it. You got people around you that are doing really well. And and by the way, coming back to your, you know, the innovation that could be happening in sort of your utility business over multiple industrial parks. Um, over years, these guys get smart, and they don't they don't see their job as just doing their job. They see their job as having the opportunity to do some innovation and to improve the situation. And it's good to work with people like that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And Jason, um, he was a cheerleader at Mississippi State, of all things. And he went back to school and got his engineering degree. He was actually featured um, for the Mississippi Engineering Association. He was one of the highlights of their newsletter for the last month. So um, not quite award worthy like Marsha. But, you know, again, just and, and Jason literally is Superman. He you know, he I just I. I underestimate what he can do, but I overestimate how fast he can do it sometimes because I expect him to build a road in a couple of weeks and it takes, you know, 10 months. But, but you know, he's building a road with three other guys and we've never done stuff like that before. So. Hey, when we come back with Bill, with Bill Laver as the executive director for the Harrison County Development Commission, we'll get an update on their new website, some testimonial videos that they're putting together. Also, C-Force, a great opportunity to bring young people into their overall um, you know, mission. We'll see you after this break. Live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say Alexa. Open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. 
This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I have my friend Bill Lavers from the Harrison County Development Commission. The guy's very passionate about what he does. Got a great team around him. Got a terrific commission that works closely with him. And they're focused on, you know, they've got a lot that they that they focus on these days. Um, so, Bill, tell me about the effort to get the, the website upgraded and all the testimonial videos you guys are doing. Talk to me more about that. That's one of the coolest things that, that we've done in a while. It, we, it's basically mscoast.org. Feel free to go and cruise around. We've got a ship launch on the opening. I'm trying to get a hurricane hunter, but that's a little harder to get than it sounds, so, but I'm still trying that. So we also decided this year in marketing with Marsha's help, um, you know, we've got some great, st- just like Coastview, we've got great stories that are right in front of us every day. And we drive by them and we have no idea what's in some of these buildings. So we've gone and done customer testimonial videos. There's a carousel on the opening page. So we've got Ocean Arrow, we've got Long Beach Custom Boats. And, and another part of the story is Chris Stafford from Pascagoula is my video guy that my daughter actually introduced me to him. And he's a, he's a tugboat engineer during the day, but he loves producing videos and he's hoping to build his video business to where he doesn't have to be a tugboat engineer. So we do the videos when he's not on the tugboat and he's got drones and, and he's just a great guy to work with. And we, and we really have a lot of fun. So Friday, Friday morning, and this goes into both of the last things we're going to talk about, which is C4. So Eddie Seal and I go to Long Beach High School and interview two students that say they want to be mechanics. So Eddie hires one, and we're going to send the other student, which we think is a better matchup, to Chrisman Manufacturing across the street from Eddie. And um, so that was fun. And then I leave there, and I go do a video with JLB, customer testimonial video, Jerry Jimmy Levin's builders, one of our commissioners. They're about to celebrate their 45th anniversary next year. Uh, great story, great people. He had a guy named Chris that basically did a testimonial for the recovery that he's had in his life. And uh, we were all in tears. I mean, we're, you know, we're standing with this burly construction worker in a parking lot and he just starts pouring into us about the recovery that he's had from addiction in his life in this video that was just completely unexpected. I mean, we we show up, we don't tell you what we're there to do. We just bounce in and go. There's no script and it's fun and it's, it's, it's invigorating. So we've got Chris and I'm like, man, you know, how do we top that? And so we go to Suncoast Building Supply, just up the road. Lanny knows we're coming. The rest of his team has no idea. And we meet this lady named um, Ariel. I think that's her name. And I haven't seen the videos yet. I can't wait to see them. This lady beat Chris. I mean, it was just, she drives her own forklift out there. We video that. She's sitting on the forklift telling her story about a single mom moving back to Mississippi, getting a chance. She's now the head of accounting for Suncoast Building Materials, but she started in the yard where the where the temp agency told her she shouldn't even apply for the job because she was a lady. And she was like, well, that's all the more reason for me to apply. And she has killed it. Lanny loves her. She loves Lanny. And, and to just go out there and explore these stories with I had no idea who she was. She had no idea who I was when I walked in the door. But to build those stories out of these businesses, and, and it's if you go look at the videos on our website, the really cool thing about it is they're unscripted, they're natural, 
and everybody saying how much they love to work at the place that they work, who they work for, the family in that environment that they've created. And we don't ask those questions. Those are organic interviews. We just turn the camera on and let everybody roll. And um, and it's just it's really been I, I can't wait to see what Friday's videos look like. Every time we do a video, it's better than the, the, and the one before was really good. Not to take anything away from anybody else that we've done a video of, but it's just, it's amazing what's right underneath our nose, which Coast View tries to pull out every, every time you have a show. But it's just, it's, it's phenomenal. The, the stories, the enthusiasm and the dedication Regardless of whether you're moving a two by four in a yard or building a nuclear submarine's nose cone, the 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 pride that everybody has here in what they do and who they do it for. It's just it's a it's amazing. It, it makes the difference. And I don't care if you're if you're visiting here as a tourist or a business that's thinking about doing business here, or maybe you're just a customer of a business. Yeah. What what is often said about us is that you know, it's, you know, you have the business, but what's behind the business is people, yeah. people yeah. who, who care about each other, who want to work hard, who love coastal Mississippi and who are incredibly resilient. As we've talked about so many times before, yeah. whether it be from natural disasters or whether it be from their own struggles, as you just pointed out, there's a story everywhere. And it goes yeah. back in an interesting way. It sort of goes back to how we started the show that says we can yeah. never know. We can never yeah. know the struggles that someone is going through. We should never assume yeah. we know. We move yeah. too fast in life, frankly, Bill. We don't ever really get to know the essence of who people really are. And I think it, it pays to, to capture that the way you guys have in a video. And I think it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to mean a lot to, we, to them. we got to talk real fast. Company. we got 34 kids in Seaforce right now, which is the most we've ever had since we started the program and we went through COVID. But these students are juniors and seniors in high school that come to the teachers or the counselors or we go after them and say, what do you think you want to do? Like the two students at Long Beach High School on Friday morning. And they say, I think I want to be a mechanic. And we put them in the, in the room with the, somebody like Eddie Seal, who could be a mentor and, and create those opportunities for them to hopefully learn to do what they love, stay on the coast and have a good job and it makes, celebrate. It makes a big difference. This, this has been, uh, we're out of town, Bill, but this has been a terrific conversation. Bill Labor is executive director for the Harrison County Development Commission. Have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow. Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Supertalk MS Coast 103.1. A Supertalk Mississippi Media Production.